Hey there, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Sunflower Days and Co. podcast. Um, wow, we have been through a doozy lately with everything going on in life. It's been very busy, but I wouldn't have it any other way because at least I'm thriving in the busyness. Okay. So today we're going to be talking about parenting styles and what they are and so on and so forth. Um, So when we talk about parenting styles, like, oh, everyone's like, oh, gentle parenting, oh, uh, feral, raising kids, you know, in the feral parenting way or like a militant parenting style. There are so many different things, like, you can call different types of parenting styles and whatnot, but I think that at the end of the day, like, a parent, way you parent is going to be ultimately different than, you know, the way you grow up, grew up, somebody else raises their kids, either one of those. So, because what a parenting style is, is the manner in which parents or myself, raise their children, um, whether they're kind individuals, they help out, you know, around the house, you know, and all those other things, despite other factors that go into parenting, whether your child is, you know, special needs, um, like mine is not special needs, but he does have a disability of ADHD, which by the ADA's definition, that is a disability. And to me, it's just a difference in learning. I have ADHD. We just found this out, um, like, last week, you know? And it's affected me my whole life. So, I think that once you figure out how a child learns from their behavior, once you learn, okay, this is what um, they are motivated by, how they keep their momentum... Once you learn that about your child, and not everybody's so in tune with their kids like that, you know, I don't expect you have five kids and you know every little, like, quirk and thing that goes with, like, your child when it comes to, like, all these things. They're just, they are helpful tools to help you get to a point where your parenting style will line up with your child. So, mine in the beginning... What, when I found out I was pregnant and stuff like that, you know, it, it's always like, okay, you know, you just want your child to be happy. We get that, right? But there's also things that come about once they're born and once you see how other people parent and what's acceptable and what you feel is acceptable and what you feel is right for you to do and so on and so forth. Um... With that being said, mine has changed. So, I'm more focused on getting to the root or finding out why he's feeling a certain way instead of just being like, you know, just do what I tell you to do. You know, if he's like, no, I don't want to do it that way. I want to do it this way. I I need to have him explain it to me because I may not fully understand, you know, and, you know, I think that's, you know, understandable, you know, where we all think differently. Um... But wording and attitude change. As a parent myself, this is something that was big. Because I am learning to heal my inner child while trying to parent. And it's the biggest thing for me. And that comes a lot with like the gentle parenting method of parenting. 
but I'm not doing gentle parenting. I'm doing mind, mindful parenting when it comes to both of us. I'm teaching him to be mindful. I'm teaching myself to be more mindful. Um, mindful management parenting is basically how I go about things. Um, mindful management parenting to me means, okay, how are we feeling? Are we hungry? Do we need a snack? You know, are we acting a certain way? Are we raising our voices? Are we having, you know, a bad temper moment because, you know, our ADHD is not being regulated, our overstimulation with that's not being, you know, regulated properly in this moment. Um, last night, speaking of which, we were doing homework. He got so overwhelmed with it that I said, okay, well, we'll start on something that you know how to do. Math, okay? Subtraction. It's a little new, but he kind of, he gets it. He made a few mistakes. We went back and corrected it. And he started getting upset when I started, like, erasing some of the answers that he had gotten that he didn't do right. But I said, it's okay. You can correct these. Your homework is for you to practice. Then we went back and we were doing the other homework. And we got to the last two and he was really struggling to sit there and do this so I said hey bud put your pencil down he's like why I was like just do it and I said go get your shoes on and he's like so confused I had him put his shoes on and we went outside and we checked out his garden he's got a little garden going so we went and we checked on that and then I told him he could go do what he wanted outside for a little bit while I was doing some gardening and a little bit of stuff. While I had the motivation to do so, I figured I might as well do it. And also, because I have him there to body double, made it a lot easier to do things too. So, we were out there for like 15 minutes, okay? And we came back in, and I said, you know what? Let's go ahead and focus on this tomorrow. Because he has like two little sentences left to do, and then he has his 10 words that he has to write three times each. And that's it. You know, he's done. And then he, he can turn it in tomorrow knowing that, you know, he did it. It wasn't traumatic. You know, we took a step back and reevaluated things. Because I, I'm i the one that I understand where, where his mind's at pretty much because I was the same way growing up. Um, literally took me so long to do homework at home but I could do homework on the bus and be just fine or I could be out and about doing homework and be just fine getting it done and, and doing it because there were other people around and I was being held basically accountable so the other big thing that I'm doing differently the biggest thing that I'm doing is I am apologizing when I'm wrong and yes, I have been, there are times when like I have done something the wrong way or I've said something the wrong way because I'm dysregulated, I'm all over the place, you know, the same way he is. And I say, bud, I'm sorry. I got overwhelmed. I feel anxious right now. I don't really know how to respond the appropriate way. And 
it's not always perfect when, when things like this, you know, are going on, you know, it's sometimes it's, I'm literally feel like I'm losing my mind. I'm like, I'm like, I don't understand why you don't see that I'm overwhelmed. And then I'm like, well, he wouldn't know that if I didn't tell him, you know, and it's just the reaction, you know, I've done a lot of self work over the years. I've really tried to get to a better point with it and everything. It's really difficult. Okay. So why did I decide to change? My anxiety and my mental health and his is so important. You know, no doubts about that. I didn't like myself as a mom. I'm still getting to a better spot with that. And I always felt like no one was truly hearing me. Or, you know, he wasn't hearing me. He wasn't responding to the way that I was doing things. And where we live, unfortunately... There's not, there's a lot of um, parents who have the same old school mindset, how they discipline, and if it works for them, it works for them, but for some I see that it's not, and they're really struggling with their kids, and they're, they're not um, responding to the put, put them in their place method, basically, and yeah. So, one thing that has also helped is I've tried to be more focused on my family versus the outside stimuli, and that has really helped. And by that, I mean, if we're out at dinner, I'm not focusing on anybody else but my family and what's going on and not being on my phone. And that really helps because kids want our attention want to spend time with us you know and that that's big to them so to take the extra stimuli out and to really focus on them I think is really really important um so last thing I'm going to talk about is um some things we've worked on as a family so you know as a family we've been working on our family goals you know, things we want to do together as a family. We have a trip planned. We're going on vacation. We're focusing on that. And we're going to have a good time and go to the beach. And just, it's all about the four of us spending time together celebrating my birthday, Josh's birthday, and a little bit of my son's birthday in there too, even though his is before. We've already got stuff going on with that. Um, mom and dad need to have their time. For sure. Like, that's the biggest thing is, like, we're so busy wrangling, you know, kid, dog, life, the house, you know, our own things. But we both need that time, just him and I. And I'm not talking about in, like, a to-do-the-deed type of way. I'm talking about, like, we need that one-on-one time when he gets on the, when the kiddo gets on the bus, we come home. I make a nice coffee, we hang out, we talk, you know, we laugh, we have those moments together. We need those. Um, and date night is so important. And we haven't had one in a while, but, you know, when we go out and we run errands together, it's nice. And we can spend time together and go from there. And the most vital thing that I'm going to tell you guys is communication. Uh, if you're not communicating feelings, if you're not communicating needs, wants or desires with anybody that is part of your little family circle, um, they're not going to know what you want. 
and be supportive of people's life choices and, you know, learn to have patience with people who don't understand your life choices because eventually they will come around and they will accept you because they love you. But with that said, this is um, my parenting update and um, about parenting style, how mine has changed, what we've been focusing on, and what's been working. So I hope that everybody has found this beneficial, and I will talk to you guys in the next episode of our podcast. Thank you for tuning in.